All right, so we're back and ready for another podcast. We actually took last weekend off, and so we're sorry about that. It was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, we just couldn't get it done. Um, and you know what? Honestly, when we started talking about this podcast this year, it was like last year I felt kind of tied down and responsible to get one out every week, and uh, I just wanted this year to be kind of... I didn't really of, feel that way. <laughs> Well, I just didn't want to be tied down with it this year, really, so I'm kind of glad that I felt like we could just take a weekend off and do what we had to do. That's right. We're being that's fly, hard. By the, fly by the seat of our pants. And that's hard for me. It is. It's I much mean, easier. I'm proud of you. But last week, we had, uh, I had I was gone for a catalyst, so I was gone for a couple days and uh, got to hear some amazing uh, speakers on Thursday and Friday. And then when we got back, I went out and tried disc well, we golf. we didn't get back. Oh, no. You got back. I got back. Yeah. Yeah, had to, I held down the fort. You held down the fort. Sleep for two days. <laughs> Sheena Let's doesn't sleep well when I'm gone. <laughs> but then when we got back, normally we do this on Saturday mornings. But last Saturday, I had disc golf with the uh, church uh, with some of the guys. First time I ever tried it, and I gotta say, did pretty well. Did you? Yeah, pretty proud of myself. Believe you with that. Yeah, I pat myself on the back. There's video proof. Good. They put it on Facebook. Oh, that's legit. I didn't realize disc golf was like an actual golf game. I thought it was like I was, throwing a frisbee back and forth. I didn't either. Like I was like, I can throw a frisbee, so I can do this, and I could not. I could not do well, it you very said well. You did well. I, starting, what, what's the real story here? Start, <laughs> <laughs> starting out, it didn't go so well, but then by the end of it, I had the hang of it. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, but um, anyway, so that was Saturday. Then we had the Georgia game that we watched and everything on Saturday uh, last week. But um, Abby had homecoming. She and that, did. That was a big deal. That was, this was ninth grade, first year I doing him, homecoming. She looked so pretty. She was so pretty. And um, I had a lot going on Saturday trying to get ready for homecoming. And everything was going great. And about it, so Abby had, went with a group of friends. So, um it was it was a lot of fun, but that evening we got into a little bit of a problem. Yeah, we did. And so basically, their plan was after homecoming, they their little group of friends was going to a, a friend who was hosting kind of like a after party at her house. Her parents were hosting it for the for the kids, and so Abby had um, decided to ride with a friend and her mom. They were taking several of the friends over there. So that was the plan. That's uh-huh. what we had agreed that's upon. We, that's what we thought. Abby had her phone with her, so you know we felt like we could get in touch with her but if we needed to. Here's the problem with the phone: is that it's never fully charged. Yeah, but she did have charge on it when she left. Yeah. So we, what, we but did what's not the charge? Yet. It was like twenty percent. No, I think she had like sixty or seventy. Whatever. She did. I don't okay, that. Just give her the benefit. <laughs> she did have some charge on the phone. <laughs> So anyway, um, homecoming dance is over. Abby was getting to the after party. She ended up going with another friend because she felt like um, that friend wasn't a, didn't have her, another friend to ride with her. So yeah. Abby chose to ride with her, but there was miscommunication with the parent that was in charge of Abby. So Abby, that parent called us and was like, I don't, I'm not sure where Abby is. Mm-hmm. And so we immediately tried to call Abby, but her phone at this point was dead. Is dead. Which we like the app Live 360. I don't know if we've mentioned that before, but Ooh, it, yes. it's very good as far as being able to track your children and stalk them in some cases. But anyway, <laughs> so her phone's dead. We didn't have access to that. So we didn't really know where she was, and we didn't know what the parent of the friend she was with said. So yeah. We got a little a little scared. So, so we had that whole 10-minute, like, where's your child? Right. And which, is, which is funny because I've had that before. I don't know if I've ever 
maybe I've never told you this, but like when I was in charge of the girls, like when they're little, you mm-hmm. know, and we're at the house by ourselves, you have that momentary five minute, they're in the house somewhere. Where are they? Like freak oh, out? Right. Well, thanks yeah. for that with me now. <laughs> like, but it's different because like they're little and you're like. Yeah, they're little. You're supposed yeah, to watch them. I know, <laughs> but it's like they're probably in the dryer, right? <laughs> like hiding, like yeah. hiding. Yeah. I know that's terrible. That is terrible. terrible. But at least I know they're in the house. Right, so we have the. T- I guess <laughs> Shannon is rolling her eyes, but we have the whole ten minute freak out. Like she could be anywhere. Right, let's see where could she be. So anyway, long story short, we're we're kind of you know we don't of course we get very anxious about yeah. this, and so finally we track down our friends. We call her on the phone, and I was like, Shannon, you're gonna have to talk to her because I'm just gonna lose it. Yeah, no, actually, I said, let me handle this because yeah. I don't want you to lose it. Yeah, so I felt like <laughs> I'm gonna handle this better, and so. Apparently, after you've been stressed out and not knowing where your child is for 10 minutes, it really releases this awful parenting style. (laughs) And I did get Abby on the phone. I just proceeded to fuss at her without really giving her an opportunity to talk or explain. And then told her that I would be there in 15 minutes to the party to pick her up. I'm coming right now. You're done. And, of course, Abby, sweet as she is, was like, okay, Mom, and hung up the phone. Well, as soon as I hung up the phone, I turned to you and was like, well, that I didn't handle that so well. <laughs> so I really didn't give her an opportunity to talk. And um, I'm not even sure that everybody in the car didn't just hear me sound yeah. like a crazy person. <laughs> so I called. I immediately called Abby back and let her talk and explain the situation. Everything was yeah. fine. Everything's fine. We're okay. <sighs> we know who you are. So I guess just but we're saying stop. all of that just to say that um, it's okay to fail yeah. as a parent yeah. occasionally. We, we have it happen all the time. We do. But, hey, I do think it's important to say that I was able to call Abby back, listen to her side, and apologize when it was yeah. needed. Because on my part, it was very much and needed. Let's be honest. You did way better than I would have. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely. So. <laughs> I still think so. It was definitely better <laughs> in the long run. But, you know, I mean, just that, that whole story and everything, like, just looking back at homecoming, it's amazing to see how different our girls are yeah. from each other. Um, yes. Say's homecoming was much different. We had, uh, you know, we had, like, a set group of five or six, six to eight mm-hmm. maybe at some points. Like, some years it was five, some years it was eight. But they'd all come over to the house, and they got ready here. Yeah, we kind of made it a big production. We made it a big production. We went out. We took them out to dinner. We took them to the dance. You know, they, they had this, like, this little group of friends that was so good. And Abby, same thing. She's got this little group of friends. But... Her deal was, I mean, y'all spent, like, most of the day Saturday shopping, like, getting stuff ready, kind of. Right. Like, and then it was her own well, thing. Well, we really didn't even know what was going on until, like, the day before. Just yes. Because Abby is very much a, you know, eh. it'll happen. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we get little bits of information, little bits so, of So, like, time. her reservations for dinner, which were supposed to be made, like, apparently, like, the week before, we Man. dropped the ball on that. Yeah. So, I had to kind of make sure we could squeeze her in there and we did but But then we show up to the dinner for the reservation and there were 70 yeah there were a lot of kids 70 Mm -hmm. kids there all at one time yeah completely different than what yeah savannah would have even wanted you know or anything like that which is which is really cool and so like it, it just every now and then it just made me pause and just step back and go wow you know, they're so different from each other. And I'm sure, like, everybody listening to these podcasts that have kids probably have had those moments where they step back and just go, did these kids both come from, come from us? Because right. they are completely different human beings. Like, I cannot believe how different they really are. So, I thought for today, for just 
for the next little bit that we talk about just how different kids can be and um, how to parent in that situation. So do you want to talk about it? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. and we're in our 20th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all, and we're still learning, here's a few things we figured out along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. And each episode will focus on one important topic. And what we've learned in our family of four. These are the things that have helped us improve, and we want to share them with you. So welcome to Figuring Our Four. So we just want to share some stories with you about the differences in our girls and how cool it, how cool it really is. Um... When I think that you can even see it, like, even when they were just born, like, even their births were different. Mm-hmm. Like, when you think about in Cordial, uh, you know, uh, we were part of Cordial First Methodist Church, and we actually had Savannah in Cordial. And I just remember, like, everybody in the church being there. Mm-hmm. It was like a big production. Well, it was like a small community. Small so. community. Like, there were 30 people out in the waiting room waiting. I remember my mom brought cake. Yeah. And it was pink cake. And so when I finally came out to announce that Savannah was here, they'd been eating. They went ahead and ate cake because it was 11 o'clock at night when she was born. Yeah. And their teeth were all pink. And that I was, was like, pink. yeah, I was like, she's here. And everybody smiled. And I was like, what? And I think that you probably had a pepperoni in your teeth because (laughs) what I remember from that night is that I could not eat all day and you ordered a pizza. (laughs) I ordered a pizza while Shannon was in delivery. I'm still not even sure how that happened. I don't either. But the doctor and I went out of the room and ate pizza. That is I didn't even think you went out of the room. I did. Yeah. I didn't eat it in front of you. Yeah. But I still I ordered know. it. That was bad. I had to eat. Shame on you. I know. That was bad. I'm sorry. I think, I think I've talked about that before. I take, I take that back. That's one of those things I'm never going to let go. I'm just going like, <laughs> to stuff that down and just like to bring it up every now and then. That's right. But anyway, like there were so many people there. Like I just remember like even the next day people knocking on the door at like 730 in the morning and we're trying to get some sleep. Like mm-hmm. Shannon... Uh, it, it was like a 24 hours, of, yeah. almost 24 yeah, she was hours. Born at 11 o'clock at night, so 7:30 the next morning is definitely too early to visit for somebody. So just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we had to put a sign on the door. It was like, please go away. Like nobody. No, come. we loved that we had we did. people come, but yeah, we did. We was, loved it. It was and definitely. Then, and then in Kentucky, it was the complete a, a completely different experience because mm-hmm. we were up in Kentucky with Abby. Abby was born at the University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. so she's got a little wildcat. Um, in her, I guess, mm-hmm. while Shannon was working at the UK hospital. But, um, you know, we were up there going to school. Um, we had a small little community, but Lexington was like, you know, 20 miles, 20 minutes yeah, away from where we were. A lot further. Not as labor intensive. Like, I mean, it was, but it wasn't as compared to Savannah. Yeah. Tell me about how that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know your insight on that. How, how, how it, easy that was. It was so, yeah. so much easier on me. Yeah. Just, I didn't have you, to order. Smooth sailing I didn't have thing. to order a pizza in the middle of it. Right. Let's just put yeah, it that way. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was much faster. One, <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging a hole. I'm trying to get no, out. okay. I do think it's funny. This is, this is not even on the subject, but yeah. Abby likes to tell people she tolerates the cold because she was born in Kentucky. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She's like, we lived there for like two years before we moved back to Georgia, yeah. but so she's because she was it. born there, she's used to the cold. There she can go. tolerate it better than most people. Yeah, but then after they were born, it was like you just continue to see the differences between them because I remember when Savannah was born, I mean, she she was sleeping through the night yeah. pretty quickly. And 
it's funny because I don't even remember that time of it being. Sh- I think you were sleeping <laughs> through the night too. Man, I am not painting a very good picture of myself <laughs> in this podcast. I just tease it, but I, I do think it was like. I mean, I think. I mean, it you was were like, like you jumped in there changing diapers. Hey, listen, we were I, ready to have ten kids. I was. I was the that? one. Uh-uh. I was ready to have 10 kids. You were ready to have 10 kids. But I was the one that put the TV in the bedroom so that we could watch because Nick at night was a thing. Yeah. So at 2 o'clock in the morning when we were doing the feeding, yeah. whoever was doing the feeding, we could watch, like, Nick Who's the Boss? Yeah. That's come always, on. Yeah. That was good. Family I matters. I remember putting Say to Sleep. You used to come there and play the guitar. Oh, I used to play the guitar. Yeah. Um, you remember that? Like settle her down. That's right. I used to sing. Oh, and now she's going into music. So that's kind of... I, oh. You paved the way. I paved the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a good dad. You are. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, it kind of easier, and then Abby just uh, we struggled trying to get to sleep, and then I remember even like, struggled. The child still does not sleep. <laughs> still doesn't want to sleep. She's but fifteen. <laughs> I remember when she was like one. It was uh, we were trying to get her to go to sleep, and I would just remember taking her crib out of the room and putting it in Say's room, mm-hmm. and she immediately stopped. It was like, she just didn't want to be alone. Yeah. She didn't want to be alone. And that's still, doesn't want to be alone. still, still the case mm-hmm. today. And that just kind of shows like the differences between them because Say was, Say's completely fine doing her own thing. She was the one, and I know people, I've talked to other parents like this when they're, you know, something about ninth and 10th grade, go up in your room, kind of hang out, hang out, do your own thing. You know, and that was kind of weird for us at the time, but mm-hmm. you know, she was just doing her own thing. And then Abby just still wants to be beside us and with us and in the room with us um all the time so mm-hmm. just very different yeah, yeah, yeah two very different personalities two very different sure. personalities like and as you get into it like savannah doesn't want a lot of attention a lot of times abby loves to you know get, yeah, get the attention and i mean let's just face it abby is your child savannah is mine <laughs> that's true <laughs> i mean i think we can definitely would they agree with that though Maybe. Yeah, and I do. I do think, like as far as the personalities go, it was fun, interesting. Another interesting story that happened was I remember. Did we already talk about this podcast episode when she stopped me in third grade in the yeah. hallway? Yeah, because I have always walked the kids into class. Always. Yeah. Like, okay, so third grade it stopped with Savannah because she stopped me in the stairwell going up to her classroom and she gave me a hug there and I was like, we don't hug in the stairwell. Why are we hugging now? And then it dawned on me. I was like. Oh, now we hug it in the stairwell. Like, now we can't do the hug in the classroom anymore. Third grade, time to move on. you a little bit. Dad needs to take a step back. Yeah. If if I could have walked Abby into her middle school classroom, she would have let me. Yeah, definitely. She would have. Like, I walked her every day through fifth grade. We walked to school, into the classroom, hugged, love Mm -hmm. you, dropped her off. In sixth grade, like, I'm still thinking, if I hadn't have been in the carpool line, I could have walked her in. You could have. Missed yes. opportunities. So, she would have been the cool one. It, she, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. And she, in fact, is still in middle school. She's still asking me to have lunch, you know, like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, uh, like, breakfast in the mornings. Like, Abby could go to breakfast. Like, they, they, have a, uh, they have a Chick-fil-A where all the students go before school starts. And Abby is totally fine with us sitting down with her yeah, having just breakfast. Have breakfast with your parents. Yeah, she's like, stay here with me. Um, anxiety levels says a little bit more on the stressful side of things. Like she tends to stress out and 
gets yeah. the stuff done ahead of time. You, so that, in that way, say is your child. Yes, and she gets mine. And then Abby's just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It's just like, it, so that I'll take it as it comes. So that's definitely played different in schoolwork because Say has, you know, always stressed a lot about school. And, yeah. Um, at, I mean, we're seeing that more so with Abby now in high school. And I yeah. think that probably is the case with most kids in high school. It gets a little more stressful, of course. But Say has always been, you know, just wanting to make sure... I guess stressed about perfection. Yeah. Maybe yeah, is. I can see that. And that might be a first child thing. Yeah. A first child type A personality. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also see too, um, just, you know, some of the differences. Um, say, I don't think she's ever gotten hurt. Has Say ever gotten hurt? Really? Um, I mean, really ever gone to the hospital? No, I don't think so. But Not then really. Abby is a walking time bomb. Yeah, I we, mean, it's just like... We just picked her up from the um, football game last night. She got in the car <laughs> saying she fell on the stairwell. <laughs> into some people, scraped her knee. She has the scrapes to prove it. Yeah. And my first question is, did everybody see it and did everybody laugh? Because I'm sure it was funny. Yeah. I should be more sympathetic. You should. But I I'm wanted not. to make sure she was okay, which she was. Like our entire trip to the Grand Canyon, it can be summed up in the statement. Abby. Abby, back up. <laughs> Abby, get away. Because there's the no rail. Uh, did we talk about this? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Going so it's like, Abby, back time. up. Because if somebody's going to fall in the Grand Canyon. And Abby was the child. You know, she's got, we talk, we've talked about before, she's got the perforated line on her forehead where she has run into the wall several times, you know, busted her can head. We, can, we, can we tell, and we can edit this out if we can't tell it, but can we just tell how you got the glue? I mean, you're a nurse. Well, no, it wasn't really glue. I mean, it's like liquid band-aid. It's liquid. It's like super glue. Somebody for your told us that we could actually use super glue. I didn't ever actually try that, but, but I don't know. Maybe you could. She banged her head so many times that eventually we were just like we were just like oh no, but you know liquid glue. I we're just gonna liquid glue it ourselves. They did have her one moment with the um, oh, but I don't think she wants to tell that. <laughs> I forgot. She this really, is good. This is good. Hey, we won't. Like that story. No, no, no. We won't cut this. We'll just say this is where we are. We are making sure that we don't share any information that will make that them our kids would not want to see. There you go. <laughs> Oops. But it wasn't even that bad. No, it wasn't. But yeah, we were like Abby was so accident prone. We were just like, just get the liquid glue, liquid oh, band aid. Her arm. Abby. Yeah. So she's had several. Oh, she really oh. has said. And I had the parenting of the year there because when she broke her arm and she fell off the trampoline, one, there's a net on the trampoline. Somehow she falls out of the net. No, no, no. She fell off before she even got in the net. She fell off. (laughs) She was headed into the trampoline. I'm only, I mean, this is a story I heard. So, yeah. Because you were there parenting at the time. That's right. Yeah. All of the accidents happened on my watch, too. Really? Pretty much. Well, yeah. Okay. We can do that. She falls and breaks, breaks her arm, and then what do I do? I said, you're fine. Walk it off. Right? Like, go inside, lay down. walk off a broken arm, but okay, we'll, we'll, it's we'll try that. And I was like, go inside, lay down. This going to be all right. Stop crying. She goes home. Poor thing. Shannon gets home. What is she, she, like four? <laughs> Shannon gets home, and she's like, you're a dummy. Her arm is broken. <laughs> <laughs> we need no, to go to the I hospital. wasn't that harsh. I said it could be broken. Could be broken. Let's at least go have it x-rayed. That's and right. lo and behold, it was. Oh, man. man. Well, anyway, <laughs> just all that to say, we're, we're going to keep Again, this. Again, they're different. They are. They're different. different. We're just going to keep this podcast short today and just say, just share some stories because I know that it would have helped for us, uh, you know, starting out the family. 
to have somebody go, you know what, your children are going to be, I don't think we ever heard that growing up mm-hmm. or from anybody else. Like your children are going to be completely different and therefore the way you parent them needs to be right. different. They are two different people. And that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay to parent them different. What works for one may not work for the other. And, you know, learn to celebrate those differences mm-hmm. between them because it, it, it's awesome to see, you know, we, we believe that God has gifted each person. Right. Everybody has a spiritual gift. Live into those spiritual gifts. And it's okay that you're not gifted in everything. Nobody's supposed to be gifted in everything. Because in 1 Corinthians 12, it says that our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part just where he wants it. And what that is just saying is that we're all gifted to serve God in unique ways. And so your children are no different. And you're going to find that one of them excels in one area and one of them excels in another area and celebrate those. And, and they don't always excel in every area. So, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so you definitely have to celebrate those, those differences and those accelerations. That's right. <laughs> so just from two parents that have uh, learned this throughout the years, just that children are, are different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, to see and to celebrate those differences. So, so I hope you got something out of this podcast. And uh, this was such like one big story. This was, and that's okay because we said this year, like we wanted to do more stories. Yeah. With people, so just tell people our experiences and say because when people listen to this podcast, I bet they're saying, you know what, we're not so crazy. Because so. yeah, because that kind of stuff happens to, to that us. Crazy couple. <laughs> <laughs> just listen, listen to the macro. Thank goodness we're not them. Yeah, that's right. Their kids are completely different. My kids are complete. We're all it, we're all in the same boat here. So it's okay. Celebrate the differences. Lean into them. And uh, the, the way you discipline, the way you encourage, it, it's different for each child. And that's like to, okay. Yes, that's and okay. I would like to add, though, it's so important to do it together, like to uh, be on the same true. page. We should, we should have kind of talked about that a little bit, too, because I think because we're so different, sometimes oh, yeah. we react differently to different situations. Our, and we sometimes forget, hey, this child is different than that child. So we do need to approach this differently. Well, so. And I think that's true, too, like going back to that story where I handed you the phone and I'm like, I've learned from past experiences. This is not where I excel. Yes. And I had learned from past experiences that it's not where you excel. <laughs> and apparently it's not where I excel either. So going forward, we'll both learn from but that. But we do admit it was better for you in that moment. So, But it is so cool to see, like, uh, you know, we wouldn't change anything, of course. It's so cool to see how God has created your children and the gifts that he has given them. Mm-hmm. And so as they grow up and they change... And you begin to see where they're going to flourish and where they're going to excel in those certain things. And just to see how God's going to use them, it's it's an amazing experience. It is. the best. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that for you and for your family. So we hope that you enjoyed this podcast and we look forward to sharing more with you next week. So we hope you tune in. Tell people about us. Um, in fact, give us a five-star rating if you can. Yes, y'all go on iTunes. Live. iTunes. Wherever you can. Rate us. We need those ratings. That's right. We need those ratings. So we love y'all. Um, And we'll see you next week. Thanks. And uh, we look forward to... uh, Next week? Next. (laughs) I don't know. What are we looking forward to? (laughs) I had a a brain fart. (laughs) 